You're listening to the Della Darling Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Dara. We're taking Dara's love of telling people's stories, Emily's love of attending events, our mutual love of the first date, and highlighting the best people to meet, places to go, and things to do that Delaware has to offer. Hello, everyone. We're so excited today because we have so much great content for you, including the unveiling of our summer bucket list. I'm just glad that I'm here with you instead of at home watching Suits by myself because that's all I've been doing since the royal wedding. Nutmeg, too. She is obsessed with Meghan Markle on Suits. I she loves it. She loved Donna. She does love Donna. Who doesn't love Donna? Donna's a boss. Uh, yeah, so we last came to you right after the royal wedding, and I think we both experienced a little bit of royal wedding hangover, where the only prescription to cure our royal wedding was more royal wedding, or in this case, suits, and I'm I'm glad to be moving forward to other things now, and I'm looking forward to our, our summer bucket list. Me too. I think the bucket list is has really helped me to, to get over like you said, the Royal Wedding Hangover. We've been able to get some great feedback from our listeners of things we should include. And honestly, I think there are a lot of um, items on the list that are things we've never done. And you just did something, I think, for the first time the other weekend that you saw a concert at the Queen. So I I have been to a concert at the Queen, but okay. it's the choir school. So a choir concert is very different than a, a rock band type concert. And yeah, I um, went with our friend Meredith to see Fitz and the Tantrums over Memorial Day weekend. And Dara, it was awesome. It was packed house. They were sold out. It was such a great vibe. Every lo- Everybody loved it. They had an opener called Spirit Animal, and they were just an awesome band, catchy songs, great lyrics, and honestly, everybody there just had such a great time, and they had people of all ages. I mean, we're talking teeny boppers with their parents, and we're talking people in their gray years. I am in my gray years. That's true, but I'm, I, I was more referencing people like maybe in their 60s and 70s. People who aren't prematurely graying, incredibly <laughs> prematurely graying. <laughs> yeah, so, um, I mean, I love fits and tantrums. I would have gone with you, but I was uh, visiting family in Boston. Um, I love following along. Thank you so much for posting the Insta stories. What, like, what was, like, the... Okay, wait, I want to know what was the best number, and then I want to know, like... What is the song that you walked away loving? Like maybe it wasn't your favorite song going into it, but like now this is like this is your discovery of the night. <sighs> so I don't know that I had a discovery of the night other than Spirit Animal overall was just really great. Okay. I think they're people who really love making music and they really love touring and just playing the small venues with people who really care and are really there to appreciate it. So I think that was probably my wow moment because I'd never heard of them really before going to this concert. And then I... Um, The other thing I took away from this concert is that a lot of people don't think they know any songs by Fits and the Tantrums, but they actually know three or four, at least. So um, Money Grabber is an older song, but everybody knows that one. It's been used in various commercials and TV shows, and so people just don't necessarily know the artist. And it is on the radio pretty regularly. Um, Hand Clap is also a pretty well-known song that people don't realize they know. And then, of course, The Walker, 
And that's the big one that people immediately from the opening whistle, people immediately recognize. But my favorite song is, um, I think it's called Fool, but it's Mama Don't Raise No Fool is the whole okay. song. And I just think it's catchy and fun and I, I just love it. I will have to take a listen. It's not Fool's Gold. No, that's also okay. a fit song. I like that song. That's also a fit okay. song, but I it's know a different there was one. Another fool song. Yeah, they had an album come out last year with the one that with hand clap. Yes. Okay. I did not listen to that one as heavily. It's a great I listened album. to hand clap. But yeah, like, oh, it's a great okay, album. I will check it out. And then um, I know this is jumping ahead of it a bit, but since we're talking about concerts, you do have another concert now coming up. I'm so excited, you guys. So I um, actually got this tip from Dara. I from my mom. From Dara's mom. From Dara's mom. So multi-generational here. So she recommended we follow the Arts in Philly Twitter. And they actually, multiple times a week, I have now found, tweet out opportunities to win tickets to various events in Philly. And so I actually um, tweeted one of their things. And you have to use certain hashtags and a certain phrase and all that. And it was the first time I actually had done it. And I won two tickets to see Harry Connick Jr. at The Man in uh, a a week, I guess, about two weeks from now. So I'm really looking forward to that because I love going to The Man. I think the Harry Connick Jr. event is just going to be great. You strike me as someone who enjoyed the movie Hope Floats. I remember it, but I have I have to be honest with you, I don't think I've seen it since I was about twelve and I don't remember it well. I it was just like one of those movies that was always on like Saturday afternoons, like Yes. Yeah. He did look good. I, he did look good. Yeah. yeah. Um I, I feel I'm really happy that you won this because you tweeted it on, on Twitter. Duh. And um and then I commented, which I don't know if that factored into your winning, but I like to think, I like that to think engagement. it showed engagement. It did. Because um I don't know if you knew this before, but um I was once in the audience of the Harry Connick Jr. show. Um a TV show. The TV show. Yes, he had a he had a short lived talk show. As as do many as celebrities. As do many celebrities. Um it was on CBS. Um and this was I was it was just last January, January 2017, it was part of my graduate program because we were learning about various arts and entertainment and cultural activities. And part of that was just exposing ourselves to museums, plays, shows. And so naturally, of course, we had to see how a talk show was run. And so we sat in the audience um, this uh, one weekday in January. And it was exhausting because you always... Like, you either had to be actively listening and, you know, while he was interviewing people or you, they were on commercial break and you had to be dancing and clapping around. There, you were the hype people we for were the, the show. People. It was exhausting. Um, but I remember that episode, uh, Kirstie Alley was on and he wished her happy birthday. Um, there was an all-female mariachi band. And then he also tried out these gadgets to help you get better sleep. Uh, and of course he did, and then he was dancing and singing and playing the piano for little bits in between. Oh, he just is such a talented individual. He was very talented. He was very happy, smiley, friendly. I didn't really meet him. We were, at the very end, we were invited to back it up with Harry. That's like his thing. He invites everyone down at the end to back it up, which means dance around with Shake Your Booty. Okay. Um, but my group chose not to do that. Do you think he will invite me to back it up? I, at the man. I cannot imagine that he wouldn't invite people to back it up. I hope I get invited to back I it up. I think that you should. 
If I'm asked, I will participate. Oh, but then I always forget about this part of the story, and then I remember it, and it's awesome. While the crowd was warming us up, like, for Harry to come out, because, you know, we all had to be in a good spirit. Right, like, right. They were hyping you. They so were you hyping could me. Hype Harry. The, this, there was this little blonde comedian, you know, making friends with everybody, and she looked kind of familiar, and I saw, heard her say her name, and it sounded kind of familiar. And then I realized she was a Delaware comedian that I had interviewed for a story once. That's so funny. Just to point out, Delaware is a small place, but you will still meet Delaware people everywhere you go. Delaware people everywhere. Which, well, not necessarily meeting a Delaware person, but then you were away this past weekend. Oh my gosh. Right. So Dara and I traded. I stayed in Delaware for Memorial Day. She went to Boston. And then this past weekend, she stayed in Delaware and I went to Boston. We just, we love Boston. We do love Boston, but we both have um, close family and friends that live there and had some important events we had to had to go to with them. But when I went up there, I actually flew up Friday morning very early because, to be honest, the flight was cheap and it made the most sense. So I got up to Boston very early Friday morning and my friends were still going to be working for the day. So I figured I'll get a manicure and pedicure, get some coffee, and then I wanted to work out. And so obviously everyone knows about my love affair with Orange Theory. And one of the things I love is that you can go to any Orange Theory anywhere in the world actually and use your membership. So I decided I wanted to go to one in Boston. I went to the one in Somerville, um, which is a thing called Assembly Station. It's right next to the Assembly Tea Stop. So I definitely recommend it. It was a great experience. I had a great coach and all of the people at the front desk were super nice. But one of them, he asked, of course, where I was visiting from. I told him Delaware. And then he asked me, you guys, totally organically, not prompted. I did not set him up for this. He said, I've never met anyone from Delaware before. Do you like it there? And you guys, it's one of those moments where your heart just stops because everything in your life has been leading to this point. It, it has. It is. It was my moment to shine. I have been preparing for this for my entire life, especially over the last few months as we've been recording this podcast and really highlighting everything we love about the great state. And and I just, I, I told him, I said straight up, that honestly, I'm probably a somewhat biased view because I am so passionate about Delaware that I have a podcast about it. <laughs> and he just thought that was awesome. And so we talked about it for quite a while. And, and he really thought that, you know, just having something where we talk about the culture, the events, the food, the people, it's just so nice and helps to create that sense of community. Absolutely. Um, and that sort of links into something that I've been doing lately. Um, last week, I started taking um, a Fundamentals of Social Media Marketing class um, with uh, Nancy Diebert, who is a local social media expert. Um, and I have been learning all about how to engage with people on Facebook and, and Twitter and the like. So hopefully we will be continuing to spread yeah, the we're, we're so excited. I mean, obviously, I think a number of people already follow us on our social media, um, but we love being able to have that interaction. And the thing I really love about it is that we're able to get some feedback from our listeners and our supporters. So Instagram stories, of course, have added sort of polls and the sliders. Mm -hmm. So you can get people's feedback that way. Obviously, there's commenting, tweeting, retweeting, likes. And I just love seeing all of that. And I think it's so fun for us to share our experiences and to hear from our listeners too. 
So one of the things, and obviously this should probably not be my takeaway from the class, I should hopefully learn a lot of other things, but one of the things that I thought was really cool that Nancy told us on the first day was that she was at the table at Iron Hill Restaurant when they came up with the hashtag NetDE hashtag, which is like one of the hashtags of Delaware. So I think I think it is our challenge to come up with the hashtag that will be making a similar mark from it's here true. on out. It's true. I like to use hashtag Della Adventures. I think there are so many fun hashtags you could do for Delaware. Delaware is just the state that keeps on giving. Delaware else. Delaware, as in Delaware clothing. Yes. Yes. It's, I mean, it's fascinating. And like you pointed out, because you just got a Delaware, a watch with a, a Delaware outline on it. It really is one of the more attractively shaped states. It is. It's very recognizable. I think it's beautiful. We have like just a little bit of a tilt a little bit of a tilt. We're not we're not a straight and narrow type state, so it's just great. And yeah, I did I did recently get a watch. You guys um, actually can find it on at Kohl's, and we'll link it for you too. But seriously, guys, it's I think the original price was nineteen ninety nine, but you know Kohl's, so it's actually marked down to something like seven ninety nine right now. And it is so cute, and honestly, for the price, the quality is really nice. Um, it has a faux leather band. It's got a gold face. And it's just really cute. They have every state, of course. So, you know, if you want something other than Delaware, it is an option. But I personally would recommend the Delaware watch. I got a lot of compliments on it this weekend while I was in Boston. Every, no matter where you are, you like a Delaware watch. I do. I just, I just ooze Delaware everywhere I go. I can't help my passion. So I guess we should get back on track and start talking about a little bit more about what we've been doing and give you some tips on some events that are coming up, including for our summer bucket list, the, yes. the, big, the big ticket item. Yeah. So we sort of talked about everything that I've been up to because I was gone this weekend, but you did a lot this past weekend. I did. I was running around trying to pack everything in because um, I, I also didn't want to let you down. You know, Dara had to, had to, she had to take one for the team. I'm going to eat the hot dog. The at Johnny's, the Delaware Destroyer, and Dara, you know, when I'm not here, she's she's got to do the Della, De, the Della Darling things. Yeah. So um, our friend Ken told us that uh, his his family had, was involved in helping organize a food truck day over at Holy Angels on Saturday. Um, and, like, I needed to eat, and I enjoy food trucks, and I enjoy seeing my friends. So I went. And I was not disappointed. It was one of those weekends where you th- like you thought it was going to rain, and you thought it was going to be really crappy weather the whole time. Mm. And it magically, like the rain stayed off until all of the stuff was done. It was wonderful. It was it was a Delaware miracle. It was a Delaware miracle. It's exactly what I just thought. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I had some. I was outside. It it was a little hot, you know, because we are getting into summer in Delaware. Um, it was a beautiful day, Friday and Saturday, um, and I enjoyed um, some tacos from La Mixteca. Um, I haven't had that food truck before. I think they're somewhat new. Okay. The food truck scene, or, it is booming. I couldn't find them on social media. I mean, okay. obviously, I found the truck, but in the virtual realm, I had trouble finding okay. them. Um, but it was very good. I... I mean, it was it was a it was a good taco. Good taco. What kind of tacos? Chicken. Beef? Um, I had pulled pork and then I had beef tongue, 
which is something I know that sounds like, Ugh. oh no, I think you that's know, great. You know, I'm an yeah. adventurous eater. And I like, think. it's just, it's so like soft and flavorful and tender. I'm, I'm down for it. The weirdest parts are the best to eat. Speaking of weird, this, I mean, this isn't weird. This is like delicious. So my follow up to the tacos was, I went to the Lada Gelato truck. <gasps> That sounds good. And it was hot, and I was going to get gelato, but then the sign said you could get a Coke float or a root beer float. And, of course, as soon as I saw that, decision made. Because um, I just, you know, I just wanted a refreshing Coke float. Right. And Coke is also, like, I am a Coke family. I don't I don't know you're if you're... You're not into Pepsi. I think you're probably, like, a, a Costco cola family, aren't you? Um, like, your family family, right? Do you uh, have a- we're, we are definitely prefer Coke. Costco, do? Okay. Costco I don't think has their own brand of sodas. What am I th- I don't know. What am I thinking of? I mean, I will buy just the store brand maybe at the grocery store, but doesn't someone have their own brand? I'm making things up now. Grocery stores do. I am sorry. Okay. We, we normally just drink Coke. I like I like Canada Dry ginger ale and I definitely prefer that over the Schweppes. That's I understandable. Yeah. Anyway. So, I had a Coke float, and then they asked me what I wanted in it, and at this point, it was fairly late Like, what flavor? Ice cream? What flavor? Gelato. Oh, Oh, like not just vanilla. I thought it was just going to be vanilla, but they were running low on flavors. It was the end of the day. So you had options. And my options were sort of coffee or hazelnut, and I had hazelnut Coke float. So good. It sounds good. It was so good, and then my friend Jackie had one, too, and what did she go for? She, no, she had she the hazelnut coke float. And I heard that people at the truck thought that it was such a great idea and it tasted so good that we should come up with a name for it. Um, so I'm, I'm sort of close to being so, able to name a food item, but also I fell down and haven't done it yet. So if you have an idea. Uh, the Della Darling float. <laughs> Della Darling float. A lot of gelato if you're listening. The Della Darling float. We'll tweet it right at you. Just they'll come up and they'll say, I'll have a Della Darling. Uh, who doesn't want their own Della Darling? Cool, refreshing, relaxing. But also spunky. On brand. Got some pep. On brand. On brand. <laughs> so, yeah, Dara, you had such a fun-filled weekend. And then, um, actually, after the royal wedding, we're like sort of all out of order today. But after the royal wedding, we did go to brunch at the house of William and Mary. And, and I, I just, had tacos there, too. You did have tacos there. Um, I actually don't remember what I had. Was it, it wasn't French toast because you do not like French I toast. I do not like French toast. It wasn't pancakes, was it? Was no, it I don't think I had anything savory. Did I have a sandwich was it of some kind? With duck? Yes, I had a duck, I had a, it was like a duck toast thing. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I had tacos and I'm. I think I might have had the. I might have been voted like the winner of the tape. I don't know. Mine was pretty good. Yours there was, was good. just a little bit too much syrup. There oh, was some maple syrup, syrup dressing the plate. Now I'm remembering there mm-hmm. was maple syrup dressing the plate, and I don't really like maple syrup, um, so that was kind of an issue because I thought it was just going to be a little bit drizzled, mm-hmm. but they actually had put it underneath the entire toast first, so I was not into that. But overall, it was very yeah. very good. It was. I mean, it was nice. We ate outside. Um, and they do, they have a lot of menu items that change. Yeah, they do. And, and actually, um, I had ordered a Bellini Mm -hmm. and they didn't have any peach juice. 
So when they came back and said that, and I was kind of on the fence about doing a mimosa, um, which I love mimosas, but I have to say they're not my favorite. There are other things I would rather have, like bellinis. And so since I couldn't have the bellini, I think they ended up doing a blueberry juice with the champagne. And it was a blue mosa, which I am so partial to. I love to do a little blueberry wine with my champagne and call it a blue mosa. And it was so good. So I recommend that beverage and I recommend House of William & Mary to get it. Yeah. And and something that I like about the rotating menu is that it does force me to get something different because... I would totally just get a ham and cheese omelet otherwise. Yeah, I'm known for getting the same thing at places I go to regularly. So my family will tell you that when we go to any Italian restaurant, I pretty much get chicken parm because I love it. You love it. And why should I get something I'm not going to love when I know there's something that I will love? So tell me about uh, Wilmington Brew Works which is something that's on your radar. Yeah, it's been on my radar a lot. And, of course, Ryan Cormier, who I think is kind of like the ghost member of the podcast because he has all the good news when it comes to food, drink, entertainment. He is on it, and he's such a great news source. So I definitely recommend you follow him on social media because you will just feel like you are so in the know about everything going on. We do also have some news that I think we learned from Patty Tallarico at the News Journal. Oh, we do. All right, let's... Let me do Wilmington Brew Works, and we'll circle back. So Wilmington Brew Works, um, they actually have been having some issues with getting electric, um, getting power to the brewery. So everything at this point, as far as I know, is pretty much ready to go, and they're just waiting on the whole power situation to be resolved. And that's expected to happen actually um, in about a week, June 11th. So they're looking to do a soft opening like the end of next week. Are you going to be there? I'm going to try. You know, it's hard. There's always so much going on. And I actually was looking at my calendar for the month and I thought, I said to my friend, oh, I don't even have that much on the calendar. And she looked at it and just laughed at me because she felt like I had just packed way too much in to one weekend, just this weekend coming up. She had packed too much in. I believe it. So, um, well, you'd better clear some of your schedule because we also discussed that uh, you could potentially be running for Wilmington mayor. I could be running for mayor. I don't think I'm quite ready to make the transition, but... um, The age restriction recently has been lowered, so it was at 30, which, to be honest, I already thought was pretty young, but it's actually been lowered. So now, as long as you are 25 or over, you can run for mayor of the city of Wilmington. So I would have had to wait three more years, but now I'm eligible right away. So maybe that's something on the horizon and maybe not. (laughs) Yeah, so that was just like a little tidbit that was in the news a little bit ago and we were talking about it. Yeah, um, so these are these are news items that could definitely affect us. Um, this one doesn't really affect me because I don't do a lot of fast food chains, and I know you don't either. Yeah. But this was the story from Patty Tallarico, I think, that you were referencing. Yes, although she, I think she was responsible for us finding out about the Delaware Destroyer hot dog as well. Yes, she was responsible for that too. So this is not as nice of a news story, but we need the public to know. So the Burger King on Route 202 has actually been shut down um, basically for health violations and concerns because a video surfaced of rodents rodents in the hamburger bun bags. So they come in like these trays and they're they're Mm -hmm. covered in plastic and you can just see the rodents running around in the bag with the buns. And so I know for you, you're probably thinking, well, I would never touch those buns anyway. I think, though, that it does, it makes me glad that 
we have systems in place and reporters who can tell us about these stories. I'm glad we have reporters. I'm glad we have a health board Mm -hmm. um, and health inspectors who go into restaurants and take care of these things. So um, I I think that the shutdown is temporary and they just have to do, you know, a full extermination and all that. But um, definitely make sure you guys are keeping up with the news so you know where the rodents are and where they are not. Yeah. Um, so I think we should probably move on to our summer bucket list. There's a lot to cover. Oh, there is so much to cover. I'm so excited. And you guys, we actually got a number of these as suggestions from readers, which is awesome because it has helped us to connect with you guys and find out sort of some of the Delaware gems that people love that we haven't experienced. So there are a lot of things on this list. I don't know if we should just do highlights and then tell people to circle back to the full list online. I think that's probably a good idea. Um, So I, this one sort of encompasses a lot of things that I want to do this summer. So I actually purchased a Brandywine Passport. And of course, we will link that for you guys. But it's $45 for a single person passport. Or I think it's $95 for a family, which is two adults and three children. And it gives you access, so a one-time visit, to 12 different Brandywine Valley locations. That's amazing. It is. I mean, I, the Delaware Museum of Natural History is included. The Contemporary, um, Longwood Gardens is on that list. Nemours, Hagley, Winterthur, I believe. I mean, it's crazy. Admission just to each of those, we're talking anywhere from 12 to $20 each. Yeah. And so, you know, as long as you're really hitting three or four of them, it's such a great deal. And so that's one of my things on my list is I want to make sure I hit at least four places on my passport. I, when you said that you were going to do this and you encouraged me to do it well as well, I did hesitate at first because I, I do have a membership um, to one or two of the places. And I was thinking like, oh, I don't know if this is really worth it for me. But there are 12 places. Right. There are 12. And, and seriously, guys, it really is. It's such a great deal. And one of the things I like about it, too, I um, it's very helpful to me to sort of have like a concrete deadline. So whenever I do that sort of the yearly membership somewhere, I always think, oh, I'll find time to go. I'll find time to go. And then I don't find the time to go because I don't make the time to go. But with the passport, it's basically a summer attraction. So it runs from Memorial Day through Labor Day. And so for me, then you sort of are thinking, okay, every every couple of weeks or so, I want to be trying to do one of these things. And so it helps you to sort of feel the fire under your butt to get it done mm-hmm. and to experience all of the great gardens and museums we have in the summertime. Yes. So I've actually, I've already crossed off one-ish thing on this list. I've you finished, have. At this point, I have finished both Sunburn by Laura Lipman and I'll Be Your Blue Sky by Marisa De Los Santos. Oh my gosh, you're ahead of me. I had checked out I'll Be Your Blue Sky by Marisa De Los Santos um, from the library and then I did not read it by the time it was due to be returned. And someone else desperately wanted to read it and was waiting, so I had to return it. And so these are both books that have um, Delaware Beach settings. Yes. And and in the case of Marissa de los Santos, she is a Delaware author. Um, so that's how they ended up on this list. And I enjoyed both of them. Yes. And they're on my list. I will make through at least one before the end of the summer. I I think I think um, I think you're guaranteed to like at least one, if not both of them. That's good. It's good to know. Um, and that's like it's. I'm excited because I'm hoping to get some beach days in, mm-hmm. and so maybe I'll be able to read on the beach. 
and then follow it up with a couple of our Sussex County beach activities. So, of course, everyone loves Thrasher's Fries. They're very Rehoboth, very boardwalk. So I'm looking forward to that. And then the other, um, I believe this is a big Sussex County beach donut place, is the Fractured Prune. And I had never heard of it, but my coworkers, after one of our listeners mm-hmm. told us that we needed to go get donuts there, my coworkers all freaked out because they love it so much. So I want to make sure that I go down there and get a hot hand-dipped donut. And for that, that's not, I've heard about this place too, and I know that people love it. Um, but for me, I am personally more interested in getting custard at Dairy Palace. I do love the Dairy Palace. And, um, you know, it brings back so many memories of just being a child. And for me, um, we would get custard there, but we also would go over to South Jersey where my mom's grandmother lived. Mm-hmm. And it was something we would do um, with a great grandmother, which a lot of people don't have that opportunity. So that's nice. But in addition to custard at the custard stand, my parents live very, very close, walking distance, in fact, to Woodside. So we want to make sure we hit at least one Delaware creamery and get to pet the cows. I don't know if I've ever pet a cow before. Well, it's on the list, so you're doing Do it you now. Know that our friend Lisa, like, she cuddled cow- with a cow? She cuddled cows. So in Europe. If I remember, when you go to the Netherlands, there are farms, and it helps the cow's anxiety, too. And so you go and you cuddle, you, I mean, you sit in the barn and you cuddle the cows. We'll have to have her on to talk about those. We definitely will. What else? What else? Um, Seeing if there's, I, I'm like, I'm competitive about crossing things off, but I also like really enjoy looking forward to things. So I'm, I'm seeing what's what here. Um, Oh, you know, one of the things that I've never done, I've never been to the state fair. The Delaware State Fair. I It's one of those things where if I did go, I don't remember. It's been not since you were a child. And I'm like, I'm interested in going though because I've, I mean, I have clear memories of the great New York State Fair because I've been going to that for like the past five years. Right. Um, so yeah, we'll have to compare. Is there a Dairy Palace? Is there a water uh, sculpture? I just, I look forward well, to I out. love, I do love, like, I've been to a number of county fairs, both in New Jersey, and then you took me to Cecil County, mm-hmm. and so I think we really need to step out of our comfort zone, and I think we've got to go for, like, the monster truck show, or something that we would not normally we, do. concerts, too. I mean, they get in They do have great concerts, they do. And, um, you know, obviously I'm going to Harry Connick Jr., I just went to Fitz and the Tantrums, and I think... The Delaware State Fair, and there are some people I would see in an arena show setting that would be worth it, but I I am going to admit, and I know that this is blasphemy from somebody from Delaware, but I'm not going to go to Firefly, and I have no intention of pretty much ever going to Firefly. Yes, this is something that we've been talking about needing to address. We need to address this. We're just going to be transparent. We are not music festival people. I, I want to be someone... Who wants to be there? So, or like when I see the photos and when I hear people planning about it, I'm like, this seems like so much fun. I could have so much fun. But then, one, I don't want to spend the money. 
I don't want to spend the money. And then I think about logistics. The logistics are, they get complicated. And I know my parents, we grew up camping, so I have all the equipment. We're ready to go. But then I also, to be honest with you, when you are out at a concert for the day and you're maybe drinking, whether you're drinking alcohol or not, you're going to get dehydrated because it's the summer, it's hot, you're in the sun all day. I just, it's just more than I want to deal with. Yeah. So I think instead of Firefly concerts, we will try to attend a concert in the park. We have so many great county and state parks that do concerts on Sunday nights or on Tuesday nights and that kind of stuff. And actually the Sugar Bowl in Wilmington has concerts, I think, every week. So that's something I have on my list of, you know, meander, meander through a concert in the park and sort of enjoy the weather and the music and the local, yeah. local artists. Yeah, and you can, like, take a picnic and then, like, or go out to dinner after. Exactly. Or go home, because home is right there. It's true. It's, you know, Wilmington, because it's such a small city, you're so conveniently located to everything. It took you, what, 19 minutes to get to the Philly airport? It is 19 minutes from my house to the Philly airport, door to door. And so I have actually been joking that the commute from Wilmington to Boston is three hours and 45 minutes, which is about door to door how long it took me when I left my house and made it to Boston. And then when I left my friend's place in Boston and made it to work this morning. Not that you have any intention of leaving Delaware. I don't. No, no, no. I love Delaware and I I can't imagine. But it is nice to know that you can take a weekend trip and still be back in the office by 9 a.m. Yes. So can you think of one item on the list that you're not sure you're gonna accomplish what's like the one that you're nervous about getting to um I have to say the one there are two things I'm not sure I'm I'm gonna actually find time to fit in um one is going zip lining at Lum's Pond mostly because I think it's a it's a you have to plan ahead. There's a coordination effort. You have to make sure you have a time reserved. They only do it on the weekends at certain times and all these things. So I would really like to go zip lining. I think it's going to be really fun, but the logistics of it may not work out. But I think it's good to have it on the list and try to find a time that it will work. And then the other one is um, have a garden party, possibly a rosé tasting party. But then I also found... From my housewarming, someone gave me a package of little ice cream sundae cups that are made for having a little garden ice cream party. Wait, was this me? It was Lisa. It was Lisa. Okay, but it sounded like something I could have done. It does, but it was Lisa. And so I thought, oh, maybe we will have like a little Delaware creamery ice cream party. What if we made this like the reward for getting through the bucket list? I think that's a great idea to make our little ice cream ice cream party. Yes. At the end of the summer. Yeah. Sort of cap it off. I think that's a good goal. It's one of those I just know I have to put a little bit of planning in mm-hmm. and um my while my garden may be lovely, it could be lovelier with some TLC. And so right now I think it actually if you try to walk in my front door, you're sort of assaulted by the tree that's out there. It needs to be trimmed. <laughs> So I think this weekend I have to dedicate some time to preparing for this garden party at the end of the summer. So there is a one on here that says cool off in a museum. And I'm just wondering, is this the summer that I should get over my fear of natural history museums? I didn't know you had a fear of natural history museums. 
it comes and goes because like I am so fascinated by natural history museums. I love them. I want to be there. This is also closely linked to the way that I feel about the mummy movie franchises. Mm-hmm. I love them. I want to watch them. It's it's also this is embarrassing to talk about just like talking about how much one loves the mummy movies, but I am so freaked out. Is it because their eyes follow you? I like it's not just like the eyes, it's their presence. It's like they're, if, like, what happens when I turn my back on them? I think you watched Night at the Museum too early, or like maybe you had too much sugar when you watched I think it. it. Was, I think it was Jumanji that did it to me, actually. Uh, see, I, if I ever saw it, it has not been for two decades. But also, like, Night at the Museum. I was very excited to see that movie. This, these are all embarrassing things that I shouldn't talk about. Like, I went to Night at the Museum. I think a lot of people did. Okay. I but mean, because, just because a movie is silly does not mean you can't be excited for it. Okay. Because, like, I... I Legally Blonde 3 is coming out, and Legally Blonde 2 was very bad, but I am still excited. Yeah. As we should feel. I'm very excited. Yeah, I just... I am... I'm ex- I... They, they excite me, and they disturb me. Yeah. So maybe this is the summer. I think this is the summer. Because, you know, the Natural History Museum, it's on the passport. I know. We're going. We're going, <laughs> D. We're going. See, obviously I want to I'll confront get, this Don't you year. have a little dinosaur shirt you can wear? What good does that do me? Well, you can... It's like your power outfit. It's not just like the dinosaurs. I mean, the dinosaurs are part of it. No, I know. But it's... You would be like in theme. Oh. So then it's an event. Okay. All right, like, maybe just me. Maybe I'm the only one who needs to make everything an event. I think, like, when school, like I would count it a success if, like, we walked very fast from, like, one doorway through the other doorway of, like, the, the animal exhibit area. Okay. All right, well, I'm excited to take you to the Natural History Museum and force you to experience it. And we'll tell you all about it when it happens. We will. If it happens. We will. When it happens. Oh, my gosh. All right, Dee, how about you? What else on the list are you are you getting hyped for? Um, I would really like to take a summer DIY art class. And I, I have been talking about, I'm sort of on the fence about signing up for a multi-week pottery class session. I saw that class. The Delaware Museum. Yeah, so I, I had trouble with the registration. I got in touch with them, and they were super helpful, got back to me really quickly um, with, like, fixing the link and then I found out there was only one spot in it and then Gretchen had been talking about taking it I didn't know if anyone wanted to take it with me because it's like I I love this idea of going into an art class and making new friends but also also, we like having old friends we it's fun to do something you know with a partner right and we Um, contrary to popular belief sometimes we do not see each other in between podcast recordings yeah actually quite frequently I can't remember last time I saw you I think it was when we went to brunch. I think you're Which right. was two weeks ago. Yeah. It doesn't feel Three like weeks that, ago. Though. Three weeks ago. We're always in touch. We are always in touch, but we're not always together. This is... Get yourself some friends that you can always be in touch with. It's true. I, um... This weekend... Like I said, I was in Boston for an event, and it was... Um, I was seeing some people I didn't necessarily want to see, so it was sort of a little bit tough of a weekend for me, but I had my girlfriends, so Dara was... Dara was on deck the whole weekend for some emotional support via text message, which I'm, was really helpful. I'm glad that we can be there for each other. No yes. matter where we are, physically. No matter where we are. Yeah. Yes. So I would 
and now of course I haven't signed up so maybe someone's taken my spot um and now like kind of the idea has entered my brain of like well maybe I should wait and make it a fall thing I and think then, it would be nice to do a fall class and then I and then I can because you had also suggested like there was one art event I think oh. at Brandywine River Museum that you had sent to me. Yes. Yeah, so and then I'd be able to make that. So I could do some couple little mini Small art things. Yeah, so the Brandywine River Museum of Art, I think that's the correct name of it, um, is doing a silk pillow, silk, silk pillowcase class. So we've done, we've done classes with them before, and so they're really cool. They bring you in, and they sort of tell you a little bit about the current exhibit, and then that exhibit inspires whatever the activity is for the evening. And so it's nice. You can actually bring your own snacks and drinks, and then they'll provide you with all the materials. And like I said, they sort of provide you with the inspiration and the background, and they show you how to actually do the task. So we've gone for um, clay tile making. And then I did a class there that I made my own stamp. Mm-hmm. And so that was a rubber stamp. And that was really nice because I actually carved it myself. And then I was able to use it to make little greeting cards that I sent out to friends and family throughout the Love fall. It. And I still have my stamp. And I actually still mm-hmm. sometimes will use it to make greeting cards. So this silk pillowcase idea, I thought that would be really nice. And um, maybe it would look nice on my guest room bed if I sort of tried to do mm-hmm. something coordinating. So this is my hot take on art classes, and I feel kind of conflicted because sometimes it's like when someone's reading a book that you don't necessarily think is great literature, well, that's okay because at least they're reading. So on the one hand, at that that's okay because at least they're doing art. But I do, I am hesitant to take art classes where it's sort of like they're holding your hand, like it's like you like we will we will if you don't have any talent we will take you through this paint by numbers thing and so what I really like about taking the local classes where you're either with like a local gallery or at one of the local art museums is that like you're learning the history and it's still not terribly hard to do right I think a lot of times you learn they sort of give you the background on the the style Mm -hmm. of art the origin of the art that kind of thing and then a technique Mm -hmm. And they'll give you, I like, um, especially when we go do events at Palette and the Palette and the Page, mm-hmm. they sort of give you a couple of examples, but then um, Patty Paulus, she's just so great because she's always telling you, oh my gosh, I never would have thought to use the brush that way mm-hmm. or do it this way. And so it's great because I, I think, um, you know, when we take classes together, I don't think anything that we walk out of the room with looks similar. Yeah. I think our tiles are, were very different. I think what we did our... Um, it was a it was paste like a paper paste paper brush strokes. I think they came out. I mean, I made five or six different ones mm-hmm. as of you, and they weren't similar to each other. Yeah. So I I agree with you. I think um, it's really fun to get those new experiences mm-hmm. and sort of be provided with a little inspiration, but bring your own mm-hmm. your own personality to it. Absolutely agreed. So Dee, I know you don't get as excited for food festivals as I do because a lot of times you can't eat the food. Oh, well, I get excited and then I have a moment where I remember that I'm not like everybody. (laughs) You're not like everyone else. But we have so many great festivals in Wilmington. We have different music festivals like the Jazz Festival, the Blues Festival, Mm -hmm. all of that. But then we also have the Heritage Festivals. And I think for a lot of people, it's like you spend all year waiting for the the weeks when those happen. Mm-hmm. And we're so lucky because the Greek festival is this week. And actually, I, though, I don't know for certain, but in my experience with Mediterranean food, there usually is a lot of stuff that I can eat. Yeah, um, because it's not qu- everything isn't quite as mm-hmm. ready. Yes, being gluten free, I am. I have 
a, a health reason that I'm not eating all the food. Um, yeah, like there, there have been a couple Mediterranean places in my lifetime that have become favorite restaurants for the that's good the stuffed grape leaves. Oh, it's waffle. You guys. Look, the thing about the Greek festival, the food is just so good. The music is so good. The people are so friendly. It's free admission. So you can also just go, check it out, and leave if you don't like it. But I know you will like it and you will want to stay. They have vendors who are selling, um, like, Grecian-inspired art and, and different things like that. Um, home decor, Ash, my friend Ashley bought some lanterns a couple years ago that she uses on her porch, and they look beautiful. So I love the Greek festival for that reason. And then, of course, you know, the Wilmington calendar, the end of the Greek festival is very sad. But the next day is the start of the Italian festival. So it's all okay. So it's all okay. I will say that I am, I'm putting my foot down. I am not going to have any ouzo. I think that's fair. I, I've, I've tried it on multiple occasions, and I am not interested I think that's fair. Are, have you ever, have you had ouzo? I haven't. So maybe I have to. I, yeah. Although I'm going to guess that you're not going to like it, but yeah, I think you should experience it. Probably. I think, um, my favorite treat from festival season are the bellinis at the Italian festival. I didn't know that the Italian festival was known for its bellini. Girl. Girl. They are known for their bellinis. And you have to know, they don't have them at every one of the stands where you can get alcohol. So you got to know where to go. As I have been quoted saying before, I'm not allergic to champagne. I think that might have to be your catchphrase. <laughs> it might... The way I am a Delaware enthusiast, you might have to constantly announce that you are not allergic to champagne. You're also not allergic to a good time. <laughs> I I sound like someone you may not want to know right now, but both of these statements are true. <laughs> but you know what? It's summer. We have to let our hair down. Well, yeah, so where am I going to find these bellinis? How do I know? Where to go? I will take you. Okay. I will take you. And for anybody else, just come join us at the Italian Festival. We will show you the way to the bellinis. Oh, are bellinis Italian? I mean, the name sounds Italian, I guess. Um, I think they are based on the name, but also I think anytime alcohol is involved, I think anybody claims it. Okay. And I think that's fair. I think everyone loves mixed champagne beverages. So why not? Yeah. Um, is nutmeg going to go to the, we don't, or do we know the status on the nutmeg summer schedule? Nutmeg has a very busy summer schedule. She is going to rest a lot. Mm -hmm. um, we are actually going away for 4th of July to visit some family in Williamsburg. Ooh. So she's looking forward to that. Um, you know, new adventures down there. Always good good to spend some time at her great-grandparents' house. They, they live near a pond, and there are a lot of ducks on the pond. So that's always very fun. Um, and then Nutmeg also actually is going to start seeing a therapist. <laughs> so my, my diva dog, as she is actually has some anxiety with strangers and it's just something that is starting to really inhibit our lives. So, um, 
You're, we, you're going to work through it together. We're going to work through it together. So we're actually scheduled to go meet with a therapist later this month and start working on some behavioral techniques and environmental changes we can make to better both my life and Nutmeg's life. Well, and it, I'm sure that our, our returning listeners are surprised they haven't really heard Nutmeg that much. Because um, sometimes she does like to make her presence known. Sometimes she likes to participate. Tonight... Um, she actually is not even willing to make eye contact with us. She's she's very busy resting mm-hmm. because she spent all weekend playing at my parents' house. Yes, but she's here. She's been she's been sighing with us the whole time, snoring and snoring a little bit, smacking her lips a little bit. <laughs> she's she's really. Um, I have to tell you, she lives the life. Uh, so once again, we're changing who's on weekend duty uh, for you know, keeping an eye on the Delaware social scene. And I think I will be out of town this weekend. So Emily, what is on the docket? What will you be up to this weekend? I have a lot going on. So Saturday morning, I have a couple girls who are going to be running the mud run with me at Frightland. And I'm really excited about that. You know, I'm trying to do a race every month and I don't just want to do 5Ks. So this is a 5K with mud and obstacles and friends. I just like doubted if you did a run in May, which is wrong of me because I know that you did the margarita run, but it feels like May has been such a long month that I forgot that you did it. I did two 5Ks actually. Oh my God. I did one at Bellevue State Park with people from work as well. Oh, you're I know. killing it. I know. But it does feel like a long time ago because it was three or four weeks ago and at this, this was, point. I don't know. This was like a New Year's resolution for you, right? Yes. To do... Did you have a lot of New Year's resolutions, or was this, like, the one? I had a few, but this was definitely the one that was the most concrete. Okay, because I feel like you must feel so good right now. I do. I feel like I've actually, like, really accomplished something. Yeah. Because, you know, it's, it's one of those, what I really wanted was, you know, I had started at Orange Theory last summer, and I love it, and I'm super into it, and I go regularly. But there are definitely times where I sort of lose my motivation. I very easily could see myself just giving it up and sort of being done. And so by having this goal of doing a race a month, I have to sort of maintain some amount of fitness and training mm-hmm. in order to do it. So it's it's definitely helped to motivate me to, to go to the gym and get it done. I, I love it. And I will say that... I have tapped back a little bit on my running since our um, team marathon in like in part because like I sort of my knees were bothering me now I just sound like I'm coming with excuses but I tapped back a little bit and then but this past week um, my the, the campus gym was closed where I usually go for my runs and I decided I would still go for a run, and I ran outside, which is not what I usually do because I find that running outside is beautiful, but I'm more likely to stop early. Me too. But at least I ran. Right. And I felt really good about it, even though I only ran, like, maybe one or two miles, but I did it, and um, people saw me, and now they're talking to me about how it's so great that I'm a runner. And wow. I, I kind of feel like every time they say, I'm like, oh, yes, it's so good to be out there moving. But then I'm also like, you think you don't even know me. You, I, I'm, I've fooled you. That's how I feel, too, sometimes. Imposter um, syndrome. I, so, so, again, I, of course, was in Boston this weekend. And I, we had an event on Saturday afternoon that we were going to be at. And I um, was just not feeling great. And I knew that the day would be better mm-hmm. if I started out by getting a workout in. 
And it just wasn't feasible to go to Orange Theory. So I decided to take a run outside. Mm -hmm. So I think I did a a little over two miles. Um, And believe me, I I did not run fast. It was not a great workout. It was extremely humid. But everybody was so impressed by my dedication and commitment and all that. And, you know, it's an extra 200 calories that I burned. And it's a little bit of stress off my back. So a little bit does matter. Absolutely. That's really how I'm feeling. But yeah, so so of course I have my fitness that I'm going to get in on Saturday morning, and then Saturday night I think is going to be the complete opposite of that. Um, we had talked last time about Bootless Stageworks, which is a newer production company in Wilmington, and they were talking about an event that they were thinking they would have in the fall, but it turns out they are having it this weekend. Surprise! So it's called Weeding Out the Stoned, and I believe they get 16 comedians on stage, and 15 of them are high, and they interact with the audience and, you know, tell jokes, and you ask them questions and all kinds of things, and the audience has to try to figure out or weed out which one is not high. Um, Just to bring this back to the beginning of the podcast, I think this is a reminder that so much has changed since the first season of Suits premiered. In which there's, like, this dramatic storyline about... Oh, yes. Well, that storyline does continue on and off throughout the, the series. <laughs> um, the main character in Suits is a pothead in the initial pilot. And then he is sort of rescued into suit dumb. Yeah. And he meets Meghan Markle, and she is his love interest. What would the Suits think of weeding out the stone? I don't think they would enjoy it, but I'm pretty sure that I will. <laughs> I think I hope that you do. I'm I very excited. I'm very excited. Um, and then my other big event for the weekend, Sunday night, we talked about this again last time on the podcast with Meredith. Um, she's one of the directors, found, I guess founders mm-hmm. is, is the word she uses, one of the co-founders of No Man's Land Facebook group on, um, that's sort of a Delaware online, women of Delaware group. And they're hosting an event at Theater N. So it's $5. They're going to have... Um, I think like a little networking hour type event. And then they're actually doing a screening of the Ruth Bader Ginsburg documentary. So I'm going to head to that. It's only $5. We'll post a link to buy tickets. But I think it's it's a great event. And if you're interested in seeing the movie, um, Theater N is the only place around here that is actually playing it. So not to mention her for a third time, but I think our friend Lisa did see the movie and enjoyed it already. Lisa loved it. Yes. She okay. loved it. She, I think she, um, her wording described it as it's very emotional. Yes. So yes. I'm, I'm going to go with some tissues because not necessarily that you're sad, emotional, but there's just so much power and beauty in this woman. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Do you think that any of our friends like listen to the podcast and play drinking games for how many times we're going to mention their names? I don't know, but I hope they do. When we edit it, we should play that drinking game. <laughs> Maybe we should throw in a secret password, and if they like bring up the word in casual conversation so we know that they're listening, they win a prize. All right. We have to work on it for next time. For next time. Duck soup. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the one with the password. If you know the password from the Marx Brothers movie... We will give you a prize. Contact us with the password from the Marx Brothers movie, and you will get a prize. You can reach us in person, on the telephone, or through any of our social media platforms. Yes. We look forward to hearing from you. 
Thanks for listening to the Della Darling podcast. If you want to follow us on social media, we are at Della Darling pod on Instagram and Twitter and the Della Darling on Facebook. 